The schedule, the job, the kids. Take some time just for you. It's Sunday mornings with Dee Daniels on B101.5, powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of DC's best hospitals that isn't in DC. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital. Here for you. And now, Dee Daniels. Happy New Year and welcome to the Sunday show, the show that is all about you and your life and your world. And the COVID team is back for 2021. We hoped we wouldn't have a COVID team in 2021. But Ted Schubel is here for the show. And of course, as we start 2021, we want to make sure that everybody is still doing their parts and wearing the mask and being socially distant, even though we've got a light at the end of the tunnel. I know we thought that on Thursday night when the ball came down and you know it was 2021 that this was all going to change but you know what 2021 looks so far a lot like 2020 well yes it does uh and it is going to for a little bit we did of course uh want to take a moment to thank our healthcare workers and our frontline workers certainly we know that they are just uh you know like it says on the front line and they're really dealing with it all the time and continue to deal with it as we uh celebrate a new year and get into this now it's a lot different than it was uh even last month and the month before things have changed pretty rapidly with the vaccine um and i know virginia is is getting more vaccines at the end of the week last week uh, they were expecting about a hundred thousand mm-hmm. doses of the vaccine and they're already with Mary Washington Healthcare, um, already getting that vaccine out to our frontline workers and our healthcare workers that's good to see yeah. it really is yeah it's a start it's a start and everybody's you know we heard all along uh, the, uh, the 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 health care professionals say whenever we got to the vaccine, it was going to be a Herculean effort mm-hmm. to do it. This isn't like flu shots and things like that where we've seen mass people get that. This this is this is everybody, and it's going to take some time. And I, you know, I'm still thinking, you know, like you and me are going to have the option probably. You know, it's we're still a couple of months away. Yes. At least. Yes. At yes. least. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, if you are paying attention to how this is rolling out here in Virginia, phase one is underway, um, which is great. I mean, mm-hmm. that's wonderful news. Um, Long term care facility residents have already started getting vaccines, Healthcare workers, frontline workers. It, it was amazing to me to even, you know, correspond with some of the people we do here in the area, even people with uh, Mary Washington Healthcare. I was just corresponding with someone last week and just checking in saying, hey, you know, how are things going? How's it going? And she said, I'm actually going to get my vaccine today. Yeah. So that's nice to know someone who's getting the vaccine. Yeah. 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 I, I hear t- I've run into people, too, that have said, you know, tomorrow I'm going to get it or, you know, later today I'm going to get it. So it is happening, mm-hmm. but it is going to take some time. And then, you know, it's it's a two shot you need the you, you get the booster afterwards, after the first shot. So it all is going to take some time, and I think that's why a, a lot of us are. You're probably looking at you know sometime you know later next month. Yeah. That you know hopefully I mean I, I'm hoping that you know sometime maybe by February we start seeing some of these numbers that right now that and we'll get into it. The numbers are so high and the yeah. hospitalizations are so high that 
when that starts going down, I think that that will really be a happy day. If you're questioning the numbers, which I know a lot of us have been because there are so many, um, and try to like sift through, this is our area right here, what's going on in other areas, you know, the numbers are a little different. We've had that problem all along with the numbers. But if you're questioning the numbers, it is in fact true that the numbers are very, very high, um, that the IC is, ICU is very, very full. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a concern. I think that was an expected concern, though. Coming after Thanksgiving, coming after Christmas, people were yeah. traveling. We saw pictures of, you know, airports that were full. So, I mean, this is an expected wave that we're dealing with. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, we no. There's no. There's no question. We 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 expected this, but still, you look at just the number of new cases. The 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 percentage is the the one. I think the last time we did this, we we did this maybe about six weeks ago. I think that the numbers of the, the percentage number, the positivity rate was probably seven or eight percent. Well, now it's around twelve. Yeah. Hospitalizations for so much of us doing this show, because remember from the get go, hospitalizations. What we were told by Doctor Stern way back in the early days. Way back watch hospitalizations and they always were in in this area in the fredericksburg area we're in the 30s and then we're in the teens for a long time in the fall well now we're in the 80s right and that's the problem and that's what we're going to get into this morning and and you really you know all of us certainly with the light at the end of the tunnel you know you're hanging on to that hope that the, we will soon see the numbers start to go down one of the areas of uh really great information that we have consistently been given is the uh, town halls and and things that have been coming from mary washington healthcare they've been doing a really great job keeping us informed they have they 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 answer questions and they really give you a pulse of what it's like you know within the within the walls of mary washington uh, healthcare chief nursing officer eileen doman the other night with uh the the next between her and, and and mike mcdermott the other night just just some some real good information and you you see you you almost just listen to her voice you you can tell the concern for the last several weeks we've always been close to our capacity um, particularly in our icus it really changes moment to moment Um, and it's not just covid Um, it is uh, our icus are filled with covid patients but just as many patients that are non-covid that are very sick that are in our icus many of them requiring ventilators And we're not alone. Um, Every hospital from uh, Baltimore to south of Richmond is in the same situation. We know that because we check with them every day. Um, And we hear about this across the whole Commonwealth and what Mike said earlier across the country is that we are really pushing our health system capacity to its limit. Um, At Mary Washington, for example, we um, launched into plans today to um, open our third COVID cohort unit, meaning a whole unit that will be, again, limited to COVID. Each of our units are 30 beds. Um, And so now going to a third COVID unit. Um, And so it causes us then to look at moving patients differently and placing patients differently. And it just becomes very tenuous because we're looking at every patient that's coming into our health system and how we can best take care of them. We are taxed. Our staff, the staff is tired. 
um, they are seeing their neighbors, their family, their friends actually being, you know, being admitted to the hospital, wanting to do our very best, but just seeing these COVID numbers grow. And these are numbers that we can control. You know, what Mike talks about, the things we can do, these things work and we have to do them. Um, it's a terrible situation to be in, to be so tenuous that moment to moment, we're looking at our ICUs or any ICU across the state in our region being at capacity. Uh, we don't want to be here. You can hear the concern. You're right in her voice. The the exhaustion. Hey, right. I think that's that's a good way to, to put it. And I think the the numbers are so high, and I think for a lot of us who have watched this, I think that there there is getting to be. You know, you you mentioned you know the, the numbers and they're a concern and you're you know there's there's always questioning but the 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 questioning that continues about is this real right uh, is you know you you look at this these numbers and you, and you and you see the you you see the deaths now related to COVID the the, the congressman from Louisiana 44 years old I mean who and, died and and so far we don't think he had any underlying conditions and and that's what is a really scary factor yeah. in these stories so it, you know you. You may not like you know a person may not like some of the some of the, the some of the, the the constraints that we're all we're all under, but I don't know. I, I think we've passed the point of is saying this yeah. is this real? Right. Just because of that, just because of the numbers, and it's it, it it is scary. And so you just you you hope that you hope that people will buy in, and in those that, that can that can have a vaccine will will take it just so we can you know, we can try to get this under control. Absolutely. And it is so important that we continue uh, the fight, even though we see the the light here at the end of the tunnel. And because we are at the high level caution limits at our hospitals, something to take note of, Mary Washington Healthcare up to the restrictions for visitors no visitors allowed whatsoever yeah that happened late in the week and uh, or we, i think on uh, on start of the year um that was uh, yeah no no visitors that shows you what it's what it's like the other thing d is if you thought that eileen doman's voice sounded urgent i want you to listen to mike mcdermott the uh, the ceo of mary washington Healthcare. we have heard him throughout these these town halls but this is pretty direct and the most direct that I have heard anyone on the local, state or national level talk. I've never been more alarmed uh, than I am right now. And it's because not just because of where we're at with our capacity, uh, with our hospital facilities, but that every other hospital facility in the state is very similar to us. And so, you know, I know I've used that analogy before about the orchestra and the violins and the violinists. And, and so everybody wants to know, well, how many ventilators do you have? It's like, well, that's the violins. What, what's important are the violinists, the people that know how to use those tools to treat the patients. And you only have so many violinists. And when you hand a violin to somebody that's not a violinist, the music that comes out does not sound the same, right? And so the capacities across the Commonwealth, all the violinists are busy and you can't even find the specialists that you need. Uh, at other times of the pandemic, it might've been you know, very prevalent in New York and maybe not in other areas of the country. People could come to help. You could divert workforce. Right now, everywhere around the country, the prevalence is extremely high. And so you, there's not that availability to move around specialists or medical providers. Everybody is busy and at their capacities right now. And that's what's very concerning to me. And that's why 
maybe the actions that I that I'm telling everybody they sound dramatic like do not let anybody else into your home unless they sleep and spend the night in your house that's your household unit that's where we're at right now right that's the these are the tactics we need to be taking with one another it's like no 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 interactions with anybody don't go near anybody right uh, if you do need to leave your house you have got to be wearing a mask indoors and outdoors and i know when i drive in my car and i see people walking outdoors without masks and passing one another on the street like it's hard not to get exasperated but i we need to implore everybody now stay at home right stay at home for as long as you can do not interact with other humans uh, even for small periods of time it's risky it's just too risky now and you can see the prevalence numbers of patients that require hospitalized care here in our facilities they're just like that everywhere throughout the commonwealth of virginia you saw the state graph number two these are very concerning times as we head into the new year um and uh and look into january and i know the vaccine does provide some hope but you know it's that we're in the middle of a forest fire right now right and, and we need to we need to take action to diminish the flames and we can do that with our human interactions with one another i liked when he when he said you know no one no one else can come into your home and that's what it's gotten down to i think that you do have to be careful that you just don't know no and and that is a and very, that's difficult it is it's very difficult and but it is a very direct uh, yeah. clear message that either you accept or you don't and you know all of the fatigue around this comes from our mental capability to continue to deal with mm-hmm. these things and the fact that none of us like to be told what to do so you know no, right there's that and and that's the thing i mean so you either take it or you don't and then there are consequences and here we are you know in january but that that's the thing and and to kind of just go along with that statement the chief operating officer and chief medical officer from mary washington Healthcare. um Uh, Christopher Newman, he made the statement regarding their decision on New Year's Eve to further restrict any visitors. They haven't done that in months. Yeah. Um, And he said very clearly as well, COVID-19 cases are three times what they were in the spring. Mm-hmm. That is a reality. Uh, we know that restricting visitation creates added stress, but we've made this decision knowing it's for everyone's safety. And so we continue in our area to not only see the numbers go up in the wave that we were talking about after the holidays, but we continue to see, I think in a way we haven't seen this whole time, our frontline workers saying how important this is and being more clear about the message. Yeah, yeah, because they're at risk. And everybody's tired. Nobody wants to keep doing this, but you have no choice. And again, it comes down to the mask, social distancing, washing your hands. It does. And we're going to talk more about uh, the vaccine. We're going to talk more about uh, what's going on in our area, including some of the effects, obviously, that you already know this has had on area businesses. We'll do that more coming up after this break. It's not only about what you lose. It's about what you gain. Weight loss is one of the most personal journeys you can take. At the Mary Washington Weight Loss Center, a better quality of life starts here. Our team of experts works with you to help determine the right steps towards successful weight loss with tools and skills to get you moving safely. Find activities you enjoy and teach you strategies to help improve your diet for maximum nutrition along with surgical weight loss and bariatric services. You can count on long-term support for continued weight loss and maintenance. 
Join our free surgical weight loss information sessions the first and third Friday of every month via video conference from noon to 1 p.m. Don't let your weight keep you from living life to the fullest. Learn more at practices.mwhc.com. Now back to Sunday mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5. Good Sunday morning. Welcome back to the show and Happy New Year. Ted Schubel joining me on the Sunday show as we do a COVID update here. Of course, we hoped we hoped <laughs> that we would not be doing another COVID update uh, in the new year. But of course, we also expected uh, an increase in the numbers as we have seen in our area. Yeah. And that continues to be a problem. Uh, but it's after the holidays. And, you know, I think that uh, everybody was expecting it. Now, some of the things that we want to talk about here in uh, in our second segment, we want to talk a little bit about what's been going on with area businesses. Of course, Mary Washington Healthcare in partnership with Rappahannock Area, uh, Rappahannock area Health District is the Fredericksburg region's hub for the vaccine, mm-hmm. um, which first phase is going on right now for the vaccine. And there's been a lot of questions, Ted, before we get into the uh, business-related discussion. Been a lot of questions. Is the vaccine safe? Of course, our healthcare workers are trying very hard to uh, remind everybody that it is safe, that even though it's an emergency use, the FDA has been involved, the CDC has been involved, and that even though you're nervous about it, um, it's important to get it. And if and if you are nervous, and I, and I know I know people who are, I think you ought to watch because by the time it gets to the regular people, millions are going to have, have yeah. taken the, the the vaccine. So just kind of watch and see how it has gone, and, and and see people's stories, because you know at at this point, you know none of us who if if you're not in healthcare and if you're not a teacher or things like that, you're not going to be getting it for a while. For a little while, anyway. Yeah. So just watch. Yeah. Watch. Just, just, just watch. I think that's a, a great idea because you know we're going to be able to see and uh, see how things are going. And so far, I feel like we've had fairly good reports. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there was some questions. I Mary Washington Healthcare has done a great job of answering a lot of these questions. Um, and their website is a great, great resource. Uh, and we thank them for being a sponsor of the show, by the way. Uh, but their website is a great resource to go to. One of the questions that I saw that I thought was important to pass along the answer. If I had COVID-19, should I get the vaccine? If I had it, do I need it? Has been the question. And their answer to that is yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, individuals who have tested positive for COVID-19 do produce antibodies, the antibody levels and how long they last. They don't know. That's the unknown factor. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's important. Um, it's, all of that's very important to realize because you may be thinking, well, I had it or I was exposed to it, so I don't need to get the vaccine. Uh, and the healthcare workers are answering that question for us. Some of the other things important to remember before we uh, talk about uh, area business and how that's been affected is the reminders of how we're supposed to be doing things to help you know keep everyone safe and healthy the reminders have gotten a little more specific don't just wear a mask make sure it's a mask that's kind of snug fitting Mm -hmm. to the face Mm -hmm. that's important you don't want to have the mask that's got open area all the way around it because it's not going to really help uh avoid being indoors with people who are not in your household Mm -hmm. that's gotten very specific um six feet apart but still wear the mask i think a lot of people were thinking well i'm six feet apart i can take the mask off yeah so all of these reminders um have gotten more specific as we've gone along because we've realized we need things to be a little more restricted um for lack of a better word, because I know we hate that word, but 
We do. Yeah. The other thing that just popped into my head, D, is a lot of these these uh, these uh, where you can the the um, testing sites that, around here, and in a lot of cases, you could just you didn't have to register. You could just drive up and do it, and and, and they're all around at, at different days. Check the Rappahannock uh, Area Health District Facebook page, especially for the, for the for the, uh, the 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 whole lineup of when they are. However, you can't pretty much anymore drive up. They they are they are maxed out. People are registering and right away. If if you see one like next Saturday, you want to go to, you ought to sign up today. Um, or sign up as quick as you can because the slots go and they don't have any more like, you know, we, we only had 25 people come, so we've got some extra spots. Come on. If, if you want to get tested in some of these, in some of these free testing places that, that are all over the area in different days, make sure you pre-register because you're not going to be able to drive up. Yeah, and grab your time frame or your slot or however mm-hmm. they're doing it because you're right, you may absolutely miss it. Lots and, of people want to, want to be tested. And speaking of testing sites, um, I know a lot of people who are just like Googling and trying to figure out where all the time. Um, there is a huge map that's available at Virginia uh, at the the Department of Health. It's vdh.virginia.gov vdh.virginia.gov If you go to that and you'll click on the tab that says testing sites the map pulls everything up so you'll be able to see in every location in virginia where all of the testing sites are the address comes up the phone number comes up so you should be able to get get tested somewhere yeah that's a good good point um because you know i know a lot of people are looking and searching and they're just like ah um and one more thing before uh we get into the the business stuff which i promise is coming um that just popped into my head something that i read the other day that you might not have thought about how the stress of this pandemic has taken a toll on dentist office Hmm, I bet. Because people are grinding their teeth. Uh People are much more stressed out. People are uh, going in for uh, TMJ and jaw-related issues, cracking teeth, that sort of thing. I can see that. I'd never thought about that. Neither, no, but it makes sense. It's the ripple of all of this. Some of these things you just never think of. But the the pandemic, certainly, as we, you know, closed out 2020, we, we had the opportunity to really look back on some of the stories. And it was just amazing to see... It's just been, it was such a year. It was uh, such a year. It really That's, was. Yes, it was. And it's, it's funny to hear some of the things from the early days and to hear some of the businesses. And this is just, it's kind of a look back for the next few minutes of uh, what we lived through in 2020. Since this epidemic began, I have said we are basing our decisions on science and on data. We started out a couple of weeks ago seeing one or two cases a day. Then it came to three cases a day. We've had eight new cases in the last 24 hours reported to us in this health district. So we're on that upslope. Two or three weeks ago, I start, we started getting some phone calls about uh, people wanting webcams. And at that point, um, you know, things were starting to happen a lot. The things were really changing. But all of a sudden, all the stores are sold out of webcams. You know, we maintain the... Actually, we keep it down to eight, not ten. And then, of course, the social distancing of six feet. Uh, We do sanitize our registers. 
the counter, the doors when you come in. And we try to keep them open as much as we can now so you don't even have to touch the doors to come in. It's a great time to remind your listeners that this is a brand new virus. Like We didn't really know anything about this at the first of this year. We didn't really have a good understanding of how it was transmitted or the symptoms that it caused. I have determined that it's prudent to create teams of city employees, basically cutting many departments roughly in half. This will allow us to send Team A to report to work as normal while Team B is sent home, alternating weekly. While Team A is working, Team B is paid and on call, but at home practicing social distancing. What would be like the biggest disaster for downtown? And we are always like, oh, a flood, right? Yeah. You physical, you have a flood and everything, you have to move out. This never even came on our radar in all these years. I mean, it's just outlandish. And even as the news was starting to come in, um, you know, like say two weeks ago, I kept thinking like, well, you know, how's, you know, I didn't realize yeah. the scope. This lockdown, this distancing, the, the incredibly um, easy to catch, what is the word I want to say, you know, how, how, how easy it is to, to spread this virus. Fruit. They call it hand fruit, but basically apples, bananas, things of that nature that are now offered will be actually in uh, sandwich bags to increase sanitation. We definitely have to celebrate our seniors and have their families be able to participate in recognizing their hard work over their career in um, their school um, life. And it's important that uh, we figure out a way to do that. When the housing bubble burst back to 2-8-9-10, it took us a number of years to get ourselves back up on a funding level to uh, what we lost during that. And this is significantly more. To be a superintendent and know that you don't have anything good for people, only bad news, only things that aren't reassuring enough, and to still have people, those same people reach out and encourage you and thank the board and thank me and thank everybody, that's, that's just a very special culture. When this is over, I'm gonna go out there in the middle of the street and hug everyone. Because that's the hardest thing about it. Uh, yeah, I'm a people person, and, and people would just drive by and honk their horns. I would love that. It would make me feel like someone is out there. See the windows, you see a lot of messages of, you know, we're in this together. Um, there's just a lot of messages of love <laughs> yeah. um, for the community, and it's hard for the business owners. Um, if it's one thing we all have in common as business owners downtown is we opened up our stores downtown because we believe in this community and we love this community and we can't express that right now um, with our stores being closed. We've created such a genuine relationship with all of our customers that it makes it really difficult not seeing them in person. Um, and this is, you know, this is where I come every day. And you're a mom and you have... I'm a mom and I have four kids and they are knocking on the window. Please stop. <laughs> this is perfect though because this this shows what it's like to be a mom it is. And, a, and an owner. Let me tell you, running a business from home with four kids has been super interesting. We've called off the in-person Thanksgiving with one another and we're going to leverage technology. We've done FaceTime calls throughout the pandemic a few times. We're going to do it again on Thanksgiving to spend some time with one another and and share what's going on in one another's lives.
but we're not going to be joining one another in person. It's just not safe to do that. Just this last Friday, we helped our 100th household uh, stay <laughs> in their home, uh, avoid eviction. Um, and we've given out over $250,000 um, to individual households. Buy gift cards. Gift cards are amazing because what you're doing is go online, call up a shop, purchase a gift card. This, is, this allows the business to have cash flow during this period keeps the business open, keeps rent paid, keeps employees employed. It also shows that you love that business and, and that's appreciated during this time when business owners are scared. I just really wanted to do something that would give us kind of a scintilla of that feeling and driving around the community and decided that if every high school graduate had a yard sign in their yard proclaiming that they had gotten the job done, that that would give us all something to feel uplifted about. Wow, what a snapshot. Lots of memories there, aren't there? Wow. Because a lot of that we played on this show, and we've, we have talked to a lot of people this year, and it's, it's been a year. Yes, no doubt about it. Um, and here we are uh, welcoming in a new year and hoping that things will get better and seeing some light at the end of the tunnel. But uh, wow, to all of our area businesses, downtown Fredericksburg and uh, Spotsylvania, Stafford, King George, uh, Caroline, uh, to, to people in, in Fairfax and in Prince William and, and all of the places around yeah. us. I mean, I know, I know it has been very tough, especially if you're a, a small business owner, if you're a family run business, a lot of those have been affected so much. Um, so even even here in this new year, I want to invite everyone to continue to support local. Yes. Uh, as we, you know, get into a new year, don't forget about buying gifts locally. Mm -hmm. Don't forget about getting gift cards and gift certificates, getting takeout um, because they still need us to support them. I think we're coming out of it, but it's still it's still going to be a little while and it takes a long while for businesses to recover when oh, they've been is. strapped financially yeah. for so long. And I know a lot of businesses can't wait when we do start coming out of it and they can even open up more because in so many cases they'll tell you you know we're, we're like at half capacity right and you you compare what you know you, you, the end of the last quarter of the last year of you know a year ago um it was you know it, it's it's dramatically different so it's going to take it's, it's going to take some time yeah absolutely now i do want to mention um you know as with all of our covid shows uh if you're looking for testing if you're looking for information if you're looking for information on the vaccine if you want to know what's going on uh please do visit marywashingtonhealthcare.com we do appreciate them being a sponsor of the show they have a free triage line too um that you can call mm -hmm. um and they have health link nurses that are available from 6 a.m to midnight that is always helpful uh, if you were going through things, uh, you know, that you need to get checked. So make sure you check that out and always stay up to date with us on our Facebook at B1015FM, on our YouTube at B1015FM. We continue to keep you updated with what's going on with COVID and the vaccine and everything related to that on all of our socials. Ted, here we are uh, in 2021. Happy New Year. We'll continue on. We will. Happy New Year. Your emails are always welcome. If you have questions or comments about today's show or an idea for a future program, email D, that's D-E-E, -E, at B1015.com. Sunday Mornings with D is powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of D.C.'s best hospitals that isn't in D.C. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital, here for you. The thoughts, comments, statements, and opinions of the host and guest are their own, and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting, B101.5, or Station Management. Thanks for listening to Sunday Mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5.